So where do we look the whole time? Do I just awkward? Like, should I just go like this? <laughs> you know what? That's a like question. That's a question that I've always like. I, I asked that like the third thing, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm like looking. It was like with the Corinne. I was like, I don't know if we should be looking yeah, like this or looking in the camera. But it's like a bit of both. It's both. It's like both. It's like when we're ta- like when you end up getting in, you know, you're gonna you be like getting into that. a mo- monologue, yeah. and you're gonna like talk for a little bit. You like yeah. look at the camera a little bit. But again can we emphasize the the love in that a hundred percent yeah yeah big time just like capitalize big time cool. big time love so i'm here with the infamous vince luciani appreciate that infamous i actually like we talked about before the show i've been trying to get you on here for a while and the reason why well you guys will see in the episode but the reason why is because of like you know the things you talk about and how you know where you are of everything of yourself and how how happiness ties into a lot of the things that you talk about. So I'm really excited about today. I think it's gonna be my favorite episode to date. Um, so yeah, the first. So before we actually get to the rundown, so the rundown I'm gonna ask you a bunch of questions just to get people to know you a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But when I first met you was when I went to this Lululemon event and it was running through the streets. Running through the six of my running, walls. Running through the six of my walls. Yeah. So like, it was a, a partnership with Movember and, and Lululemon, yeah. right? So I remember that and I was like, this guy is really happy. And at, at that time, it was 2015, I remember because at that time I wasn't, I wasn't in, my, in, a, in the right place. So, so like when I saw those things, I would get like, I would feel, you know, like not a good feeling. Like, why is he like this? Why is he giving hugs to everybody? Why is he like giving high fives to everybody? Why is he doing that, right? And you know, like as I've followed you since you started Legacy in 2016, right? Yeah. Um, it's just been like I've been opening up to it a lot more, seeing a lot more things in the media about like what you've been talking about, and like obviously like feeling it for myself and. It was like just to look back then and see what it is now. It's it's crazy. So dude, I appreciate that. Like it's it's crazy. Like I wanted to like I wanted to start off like that because that's like that's a feeling that I've had and like you know it's not like obviously a good feeling to like feel feel that, but at the same time it's like it's real. So I wanted to to share that with you. you. I I really appreciate. Yeah, no, for sure. And we should let everyone know that running through the six with my mows was a hundred guys in mustaches (laughs) running through the streets of Toronto. High fiving as many strangers as they possibly can. Yeah, yeah, I forgot like, to mention that. Yeah, that was like the greatest. <laughs> yes, right? yes, yes, so yeah. So and, and looking back, it's like it's it's even greater. Like even when I saw you today, I walked up the stairs in, in here and you greeted me with a hug. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like most people would be like, "Hey, what's up, Jerome? What's going on?" Hug. And you know what? Like that kind of energy, you know, you want to keep around with you For a sure. lot, right? And like what well, you want to keep seeing and yeah, so. That's how I wanted to start. That's the, I feel like we just end the podcast. I feel good. I feel good now. Thanks, man. Yeah, that man. No lot. problem. No problem. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So, nationality. Italian. Ooh, okay. Canadian Italian. Yeah. Sweet. So, first generation or? Second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Nice. And do you go back there often or? No. No? Haven't no. been back? I've been, when I was 13, I went back. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Nice. I love it. Like, it was, I mean, I was 13, right? Okay. So, it's like. I don't remember everything. Yeah. I remember some stuff, yeah. but um, 
Yeah, it was fun. It was good. It was Can you speak the language or no? No, no? absolutely not. It's so funny. It's like I talked to an Italian girl. They're like, oh, so like when you meet my family, I'm like, no, like I'm just going to just eat the prosciutto over here. I'll be good. You know? Say my few words that I know yeah. and then I'm good. Yeah. Okay, sweet. And then um, you grew up where? Where did you grow up? Oakville. Okay. And then how long did you live there for how many years? Uh, so I went to a prep school after high school, went to a prep school in Massachusetts for a year. Okay. And then came back, went to Laurier for five years, Sweet. played football there. And then went to, well, I was, you know, I'd stuck around. Like I coached in the CFL right after that. Yep. And then I lived in Ohio for two years after that. Okay. Then I came home. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. That's a long, Just long, a long journey like, going yeah. all over the place. So yeah. it's like... So were you were you coaching at that time or were you just mostly doing were you mostly playing? So it was like a combination of both? So after I finished at Laurier, mm-hmm. I stopped playing. I got into okay. coaching like I went in the CFL and then I had the dream I was like I want to be a division one college football coach. Okay. Um, and then I was told that I could get my masters for free for coaching with a D one team. Oh interesting. So I was like, Why? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what I set out to do, and then I got uh, I got uh, accepted into the program at Ohio University. Got on with their team, um, and then got hired full time the next year, so the second year, wow. and then. Um, I mean, I can go right into it, but it was like, because this is what led me to do yeah, what I'm doing. Yeah, well, so, yeah, we'll talk about that in a sec, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, so. That's, okay, see, yeah, no, definitely. Um, okay, cool. So are you single or in a relationship right now? Single. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. We'll get into that as well. Sweet. Good to know. <laughs> Fellow single. This is single. a great podcast already. I could, I could just tell. It's so good. Um, so what about. Do you have any show on uh, any shows on Netflix that you're watching right now at all, or like any? I was joking with my buddy yesterday. It's like I scroll through everything trying to find something. I always go back to The Office. <laughs> I have exactly the like, same, yeah. exactly the same. And now it gets to, it gets to a point where now I'm just like. Okay, I can't watch season six anymore because I've watched that a whole bunch. I season can't. one, we'll start over. Yeah, right, but the whole thing minutes. is season one is only six episodes. It's true, it's true. So it's like, I, I finished that so quickly and then like, like season two, I stick on for a little bit because I, I go back and, but it's yeah. it's tough because I always go back there. 100%. And French, Fresh Prince actually just got back on Netflix. Oh, okay, that's amazing. So that's another one that I usually go back yeah. to and just like have it in the background, but okay, good yeah. to know. Because <laughs> so, I do the exact same thing. There's yeah. just so many options and I don't know they don't do a good job with like telling you like hey this is for you or like yeah you know? yeah they're i feel like they're off yeah like, they're off their algorithm their, is like, off yeah their algorithm actually is off. the only other thing that i've been watching that's actually really good is one strange rock i love that amazing oh my god and that's because yeah. it's more documentary and it's the one with will smith yeah he the one narrates. With will smith narrating about like the planet and how like the, uh, from the astronaut's uh, perspective yeah. of like what it's like to be up in space and then oh man love that one okay sweet um <laughs> um, so obviously you've uh, you, you you've been a pro athlete, right? So professional coach. I've been a college athlete. Okay, so I, I feel like being a college athlete at that level is still professional to me. So okay. I, I I'll Thanks, yeah <laughs> I'll to, like to get to that level. You have you're you're yeah you're definitely pro. So. What w- what would be your favorite movement like in terms of exercise? What oh would be, wow. That's a good question. Like right now, or, or I would say, let, okay, let's say back then and now. Back then, I used to love hand cleans. Okay, loved hand cleans. Love hand cleans. Just cause, you know what it was for me? It was like that one-stop shop for your whole body. Like yes. It was like oh, yes, everything. I'm just yeah. gonna do everything. Yeah. Doing, you know? <laughs> the straps and the chalk. I was the guy that had like the headphones in. I was like listening to Disturbed, and I was like, nobody look at me, you know. 
I'm now I'm the exact opposite. You realize why you do that, you know? <laughs> Don't you but, wish you had those like that documented oh, back totally, then? And just totally. like, oh, it would be so good. Just, I, I always thought about this because I'm like, I, I, I probably wondered back then, like, why are the girls not looking at me? You know? And it's because I'm like walking around, like, you know? Just super approachable. Yeah, it's like, just like approach just me. Just getting ladies. a one rep max here. <laughs> Yeah. It's yeah. like, hey, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> like, how welcoming is that? Yeah, not at all. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, that's the mentality back then. And right now, like, I love yoga. Okay. Um, shoot, what is pose? there? Like a pose? Yeah, pose or like a certain class or certain person class that you go to often. I like the deep, slow stuff. Okay. Like holding the pose for a while. Sweet, sweet. Um, so more like yin, I guess. More yin, yeah. Yeah. Um, but my favorite class in Hamilton, my friend Naz teaches. Okay. She's amazing because she's like a life coach while she teaches. Uh. So you know when you're like in a pose and you're like, it's fucking hard now. <laughs> You're this, and you're feeling your hip and she's yeah. like I know what you're thinking right now this is fucking hard but you can do it and like she gets in your yes, mind yes, yes. and then you walk out and you're just like you feel like you're on top of the yeah. world I love teaching that's like super that. important I feel yeah. like even when training myself because I, I do a lot of one on one as well like you have to because when you're in that and I guess with a group it's harder to do because there's so many different people and to hit different people but you, you have to have that that kind of life coach type of side to you in order for them to be motivated because not everyone's motivated by hey get down and give me 200 yeah, yeah. you know no i don't even know who likes that i really don't but um it, it, there's a certain element of that when 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 i'm definitely coaching and you have to in order for people to get certain analogies of like what they can how they can muster up that last bit of energy to like put towards that set or whatever but 100 yeah um do you have a memorable testimonial like from somebody because obviously you've been doing this for a bit now uh, like a like one that you never really ever forgot from like yeah. from all of the coaching that you've done yeah yeah so I love working with kids mm -hmm. so a lot of my work what's really interesting about my work is I do the same exercises with a seven-year-old that I do with a professional athlete amazing and it's crazy because they come up with the same stuff like yeah. the whole idea is like I don't have the answers but I'll help you find your own okay so I go into schools a lot and I volunteer my time going to like health classes mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. gym classes whatever and there was a school in Burlington that I went to and uh, it was a I think it was a girls health class and we were talking about self-love okay and because that's where the conversation went mm -hmm. so we went there and we did an exercise and at the end this one girl looked at me and she was like I, like I, I was gonna I might even cry now but yeah. she was like you know out of 7.4 billion people you chose to come here today to teach us how to love ourselves and I'm like to me, because that that's why like I don't yeah. I'm not trying to like make a seven figure income and mm -hmm. whatever. I really just wanna like I want people to learn that they are the answer. And for me when I was that age, mm -hmm. I didn't have that. Yeah. I believed all the answers existed outside of me. So mm -hmm. I, I'm sorry to get deep on this. No, no, no. It, it, this is like, I wanted to a little bit, yeah, here. But that's like to me, hearing that, it's like that's exactly why I do it, mm -hmm. and it's not, it's not so much, um, you know, the recognition. It's not the testimonial. It's like knowing that someone can see the reflection of what I'm trying to accomplish, yeah. and having them experience the, that. Yeah, you know, I think that to me just really sat and for sure. And I mean, like you, because you never know what, and that's the whole thing about about what you do, which is great. Is like you never know who in that room at that moment is going to be feeling a certain way, have that that background of like 
had like adversity, like dealing with like adversity, and like they had a shit day, and then they saw you like that's like that's that's yeah. huge, man, and that's like that would like keep you going forever. You know what I mean? And like to get yeah to get that is like I, I feel like is yeah undeniably like <laughs> insane. So yeah, that's 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 awesome. Cool, cool, sweet, awesome, great. So we're gonna we're gonna move on. We are going to get into the kombucha. Oh, let me get this going here. Kombucha Mommy. You guys know who that is. She was on the show before. And um, Kombucha Mommy was so nice. She made us three lovely flavors of kombucha. Picked them up yesterday, super fresh. I can't let you know the flavors because this segment it's just a guess. is the taste test. Ooh, I like the look of that one. <laughs> so, we have three different flavors. Do you know them? I know them. Okay. They're on the top of those lids, but I can't show you. This flavor here, boom. And then this flavor right here, boom. I did that because in the screen I'm probably gonna show Logo. Flavor. Oh. Flavor. Okay. And then <laughs> flavor. <laughs> and so I don't know you guys. <laughs> um, okay. So what we're going to do is you're going to taste each one of these. Okay. Okay. And when you taste them, you're going to just see what flavors come to your mind. You could take more than one taste. Take a little taste there. See What, what we was get. in that? Was there something inside? Oh yeah, it's a part of it. It's yeah, the, what yeah. do you call it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just like, yeah. I'm sorry, that, it wasn't like a, it was bad. It was, just, it was good. <laughs> Probiotics. Okay. That one was very, like original. Plain. <laughs> he got that. Origi Why did I say original? Well, like that would be, I feel like that's the, the same. The OG kombucha? Yeah, there you All go. Right, the OG, that, that's the name that you need to make for it, Corinne. Yeah. That's the name. OG. The OG kombucha. Yeah. Sweet. So let's taste the next one. Okay. Ooh, I like that. I taste cinnamon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's pretty much what it is. All right. Let's. <laughs> Sorry. It is just cinnamon. Yes. Oh, it amazing. Is, it is cinnamon. Okay. Two for two. Wow, that was a good job. Yeah, thanks, two for two. Thanks. Wow, all right. Now this flavor is my, uh, this is why I put this on the side of me over here because I know you'd be grabbing this bit of this way, so um, you can taste that one next. This is like a, I've never had a flight of kombuchas. <laughs> First time ever. Whoa. <laughs> I gotta taste that again. Taste that again, man. <laughs> Something very green. Yeah, yeah, facts, facts, facts. <laughs> I want to say like cucumber or like celery. It's gonna be a little bit, probably a little bit more uh, potent. Yeah, a little bit more potent than that. Apple? Nope. Dude, little, I no, have no, no, no spice in there. A little spice. It was a bit of a kick. A little kick. But nothing. Nothing too kicky. Those eyes. It's like you <laughs> spiked it. 
You're like, nothing else, eh, Vince? You don't taste that? <laughs> Feeling a little woozy? Feeling a little woozy? <laughs> still here. <laughs> Have you seen the movie Midsummer? You this? No, no, no. Okay, forget. I, yeah, it's a whole other story. Basically, they drink this, like, dandelion tea, and it's like a psychedelic. Oh. And she's, like, losing it. And oh, no, so I just, like, that. That's what that reminds me of. Enjoying yourself? Yeah, 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 you like it? Uh, so that flavor is jalapeno. No way. Yeah, yeah I yeah. like that. Yeah, that I was really good like that. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was gonna be more spicier. I didn't actually taste it. I didn't yeah. taste it. Oh yeah, I could. <laughs> I can kind of taste it. So I have to like blow out of my nose a little bit to like <laughs> get the little, like, get the little flavor. Hmm. Ooh, ooh, that that one has yeah. more. I feel like that one has more kick it than does. the, yeah, than the yeah. jalapeno one, but but I do like that. It's like subtle. I think there's something else in this one that I'm not actually getting. Sorry, Karen. <laughs> it's cinnamon and something else. I really then, like that one. And then that was just the plain one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sweet. That was cool. I like that. Cool. And then we can kind of just sip on these. Life is a mason, isn't it? I never heard that before. A mason? Like amazing? Oh, oh, oh. Did you, just come, jar, did you, did you just come is up that with that right jar? now? Did you just make that up right now? I've used it before. Oh, okay. It's a new audience. <laughs> I, can, I can reuse all my jokes. I'm good with that. They don't need to know. <laughs> I've never heard that one before. Really? Yeah, no, never. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. That was good. Cool. All right. I'm good with that. Um, okay. Now, into the meat of it. I want to get into... Legacy coaching. This is this is what I want to get into. So let's go back to the very beginning because I know you're going to touch on it in the rundown, but I forced you to stop. Don't like doing that, but I had to. Um, let's get into it. So where did it all? So where where did it, where did you start feeling that that's something that you would be coaching would be something that you'd be interested in doing? Until it happened, to be honest. Okay. Um, I, I was always like, I, I was always the sport, like the sports guy, football, you know, basketball was always my sport, sport growing up, but then I realized I was better at football. So I okay. stuck with football and, um, going through coaching. I remember like coaching football. I remember I was like, Oh yeah, I'm going to be an offensive coordinator. I'm going to do this and mm -hmm. I'm going to climb the ladder and this and that. And then it just like, like, do I get into this story or do you want to hear? Yeah. I want to hear it all. Yeah. Yeah. So basically like, yeah, I was always, I always defined as an athlete. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I was coaching down in Ohio. So I was getting my master's, coaching with their team. It's a D1 program. Like, they're great. Like, my mm. first game, we upset Penn State at Penn State in okay. front of 108,000 people. Wow. I, was, I remember, like, taking notes. I was like, this is <laughs> a lot more than my family that comes to my games. You know, like, one of those. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so it was, a, it was a phenomenal experience. We went to two bowl games back-to-back, -back, which okay, was wow. awesome. Um, I met some incredible people, some great coaches. Um but there was a moment where I was feeling a little inner conflict, if okay. you will. And uh, so we were playing pickup basketball, and um, I tell people that I was dunking on someone and then pointing to someone in the crowd and, like, you know, like, those. But I was really just dribbling up the court. Okay. And my knee popped. Okay. Um, I ruptured my patella tendon in my left knee. Jeez. So my kneecap was in my quad. Like, it was just, like, disgusting. Okay. Like, screaming. Um that's the moment where I knew something was like, I don't know if what you believe in, mm -hmm. um, but like my thing is like, you know, you get these nudges okay. from the universe, from mm. God, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. um, to keep you on a specific path. Interesting. And um, 
and so I had this injury and, and I lost my job as a coach because they needed me on the field for spring ball. Mm. And so I, did, I had the emergency surgery like two days later. Uh, I had to come home to recover. And in coming home to recover, my mom was like, you got to finish your master's and you've got to get a job. Like you can't just yeah. sit here. Yeah. So I limped my way into Lululemon. Okay. Wow. Actually, I went to a Nike outlet. They weren't hiring. Because I was like, I love. Yeah, things, yeah, right? yeah. So they weren't hiring. They're like, yeah, sorry, we're all filled up. I go into Lululemon, and the manager, the assistant manager, was like, "You're a guy, and you want to work here." <laughs> Hold on, when did you start working there? 2000 uh, was that 15? 2015. Okay, interesting. Because yeah. I started, I worked there in 2010. Oh no way! Yeah, I didn't young, know that about yeah, you. Young and Briar Hill. I was at that at that location. No way! For just like two years, I was. I there. didn't know that about you. Yeah, and I went to Landmark and everything. Yeah, yeah, me too, yeah. yeah. That was, okay, but go on. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I. Uh, they're like, we have a group interview on Wednesday, and it was like Saturday or something. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, go to the group interview. I got hired, yeah. and then a week into, uh, a week after being hired, my manager took me out for coffee to talk about my goals. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm very fortunate that my manager at that time, she was a lot deeper into mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. um, than I was even expecting. Yeah. Um, actually, I just went for her with her for uh, went to lunch with her the other day, so it's just kind of cool okay. that this is coming up now. Um, but she took me out for for coffee, and she sat me down. She's like, "Vince, who are you?" And I was wow. like, "I'm a football coach." Yeah. Like I'm kind of like I'm like you know one of those like yeah, yeah. Mean? like yeah. not like I'm a football coach. Yeah. She says, "No, no, that's just what you do. Like, who are you?" Yeah. And I've never in my like up until who that. Is, who, who's your Nevena? Nevena, Prostrand. Okay, no, I never no. met her. Okay. So she um, she asked me. She sat with me, and she's like, she gave me like, you know, when someone asks you a question, when they give you space, uh -huh. like you know, on a po like podcast, yeah, you're yeah. not like, oh yeah, what's your favorite color? Okay, that's great. We're moving on to the next question. <laughs> she was like, who, like, no, Vince, who are you? Yeah. And I just started to cry because oh, it was the wow. first time in my life that someone actually number one cared about mm. who I was underneath my title, mm -hmm. and number two, someone giving me the space to even think about it. Yeah. And she, the best part, the be the best lesson she ever taught me then was like. When, when I was crying, she wasn't like, uh, yeah, uh, we yeah, she wasn't freaking out. Yeah. She was just like, yeah. she just sat with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when I learned the power of like coaching, mm -hmm. the power of um, creating space for people. And after that moment, like my identity is shattered, right? Everything I thought I was, I was like, well, I guess I'm nothing now. For sure. So I started learning all these different lessons. And in that time, parents were hiring me to work with their kids. For football, like mm. to get scholarships and whatever, cool. and not just for that, but for life and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. But I started to realize that as I was learning these lessons in my life, I would start to implement it into my lessons with them, mm. and I started to try out different things. And you know, like it, what it came down to was it was all mindfulness. It was like just sure. being aware of yourself, for and sure. being aware of who you're being on the field, who you're being for your family, etc., mm. etc. And so I just started like trying out different things, not realizing I was doing it. You, you know, yeah, just one yeah, of those like yeah. we'd go through an exercise. Oh, let's talk about that. Let's write yeah, it down. like a lot of goal setting. Cause yeah, I was there as well, and we were just like goal setting. And at that, at that time, 2010, I was like, what are we doing this for? And I wasn't understanding why am I reading this Atlas Shrugged or why am I like going through Strengths 2.0, the book and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And yeah. having those types of like, it was weird to at first, and then. When you go to Landmark, it's a different story altogether. Yeah. But, um, oh, that's. Did you end up going to Landmark? I did. I went to the, the like the four, like the. Yeah. I did not. I I don't want to. I just, my experience was unique. Okay. Um, okay. I learned what I needed to learn. Yeah. And I. 
I move forward. Got it. Okay. I'm not. I'll keep okay. That. Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah. Sweet. 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 Yeah. And then go on. Sorry. And then um, yeah. So so then I, just, I started to like formulate all these different exercises, not realizing what I was doing. Mm-hmm. It was stuff like because I remember there was one actually Lou Lemon inspired it. They had this poster and it was about success is is mine. Okay. I don't know if you remember this, but they had this poster that was upside like they had it was like eight sentences. Okay. And if you read it. If you read it from the bottom up, uh-huh. it was about self-definition. It was like, who I am off the field is more important than who I am on the field. I define what success is, blah, blah, blah. Okay. But if you read it like this, yeah. it's who I am as an athlete is more important than who I am as a person. Oh, wow. And it was incredible. Cool. Like, I don't even know I want to find that. that. I want to find that. I'll send like, you the picture. Yeah, I, yeah, send me a picture. It was the best. Wow. I remember looking at that, I was like, oh my God, that That's makes it. so much sense. Yeah, and so all it is cool. is just flipping. Yeah, wow. And so everything wow. I do now, I should have worn my legacy shirt. I didn't have it, but it's... um. It's I have on my shirt. Legacy's upside down. Upside down. down. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. And the idea is like I define my life, my love, and my legacy. Mm. Therefore, when I look down, I'm the only one who needs to read it. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh shit! That's the reason. Oh my god! I love. <clears throat> I love that. Yeah. Holy. Yeah. And it's cool because like people come up and be like, yo, is that, is that a misprint? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it was a discount. I had to sell it. You know? <laughs> but it's like, it's. Wow. You know what, That's actually, huge, man. There's That's a great huge. story of how that came up. I went down. This is actually a great story. Um, my cousin one day sends me, this is when I started my business. I'll go back to like leading up to this point. But um, my cousin sends me a link to Tom Brady's life coach. Okay. Mike Harden. And it's like helping Tom understand who he is beyond football was like a pivotal moment or whatever. I was like, oh my God, this sounds like what I, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So saw that he worked at the University of Michigan. So I reached out to five people that I thought would be connected with him. Within mm-hmm. like 10 minutes, I get a text back. Here's his cell phone number. Oh, wow. So it was Chuck Winters, this guy who he coached in Hamilton. He played in the CFL. Phenomenal guy. And he's like, Vince, here's his cell phone number. Like, I, I don't, I mean, I know him, but like, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So I call up Greg Harden and he's like, <laughs> who is this? And I was like, ah, it's, uh, it's Vince. Uh, you know, I'm like nervous. I'm like yeah. shaking. He's like, what do you want? And I was like, I want, I would honestly love 15 minutes of your time to like pick your brain on what you do. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, yeah. Call my secretary. We'll set up a, a phone call. Okay. I said, no, you don't understand. Like I'll drive down for that 15 minutes. Okay. And he goes, Ooh. Goes, that's pretty bold of you. Like, you take me out for lunch, I'll give you two hours. Wow. I was like, all right. So wow. So we drove down like four and a half hours, me and my best friend. And we drive down and... Um, but at that point, he didn't even... Did he even know like where you were coming no, from? Okay. No, nothing. Like he knew nothing. He knew my name. Like, okay. That was it. So we drive down and I go to pick him up. And I'm like nervous because I, I haven't started... Like I haven't gone full time with my business yeah, yet. I'm yeah. still with Lululemon. And... Uh, I pick him up and he gets in the car and he, he's like, I just got off a red eye and he's like tilted to the window. Like it was like one of those, like, Oh my God, this is going to be awkward. Like he thinks I'm like just trying to take from yeah, him, yeah, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm driving and he's like leaning the other way, kind of like this. And I was like trying to start a conversation yeah. and nothing happening. Right. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is going to be, and I'm not an awkward guy. Like <laughs> I'll, I'll find something. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, for sure. So we get to this, his favorite lunch spot and I'll never forget this. They all know him. He's chatting them up. But then when it came to me, he was just kind of like, all right, like, let's get this over with. <laughs> but he goes, so he starts to order. Oh, he ordered hummus. It was okay. a Mediterranean place. And I love messing with servers, like in a fun way, not yeah, like yeah, yeah. Yeah. just to keep it light. Whatever. Okay. So she places the, the hummus with an olive on it on the table. And I was like, screw it. I'm going to be myself and see what happens. You know? So I was like, excuse me. Um, are we supposed to have some of this or all of it? (laughs) 
the, the art, uh, right? Oh. Uh, this is the best part. She doesn't get it, but he's losing his mind. Uh, he's, like, he's like, that was hilarious. He's like, you're good. You know? He probably would have got that Mason joke too. Yeah, totally, totally. He was good. Like, he was sharp. He was sharp. So then he started to ask me questions. Like, okay, so like, what are you all about? And like, he like opened up. Okay. And the reason why I share that story is because like, if you... Because I was holding in my most authentic self. Yes. I was. Okay. I was like really timid. I was yeah, like, what, yeah, yeah. what does he want me to hear? Mm-hmm. Or, or what, is, what does he want to hear? Yeah. What should I say? Yeah. Rather than like, no, who are you? Yeah, correct. Be yourself. And so if I wasn't myself in that mm-hmm. moment, he wouldn't have opened up to me. True. And he was such an incredible, he is such an incredible man. Like mm-hmm. he was giving me everything. And he was asking, he was testing me. He's like, who are you? I'm like, I'm love. Who are you? And he goes, where'd you learn that? I was like, I taught myself. He's like, how? He's like, that's what I, like, that's what I do. Wow. And I was like, and I, and that's when I was like, oh my God, like, I don't know. I just, what do you mean by that? So I, when, when, if he asks you, who are you? And yet you say love, what, what do you mean by that? So what I mean by that, and it's my entire work is understanding that underneath all of the labels and identities that we all carry, mm-hmm. the one thing that we're all seeking from everyone else already exists inside of us. Mm-hmm. So we use our, our, our identities, like, um, you know, for example, an athlete. I use, I use my identity as an athlete to access love and validation from others through sport. Mm. And so what happens is people say like, oh, when I'm done my sport, I don't know who I am. It's not that you don't know who you are. You've just lost a vehicle to access the love that you once knew. Mm. But my whole thing is I put up a mirror in front of people and make them go, no, the love you've been chasing all along has been inside of you this whole time. And the story I tell, I, just, I was in this speaking competition last week um, in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And the story I shared was um, I was at this... Uh, four-year-old my four-year-old cousin's soccer game mm-hmm. and it was their first time ever it was like the first game of the season all the kids showed up they're like showing up they're like all happy like you know everything's like they're hugging each other yeah. bumping into everybody like the ball rolls by there's a scrum of them chasing it yeah. and there, there's three things that happened one kid was like literally strategically picking dandelions in the middle of the game okay and he was like happy with it yeah so i was like dude you go for it man yeah. four years old like that's yeah. it. another kid stops in the middle of the game just to hug his opponent then we're on a breakaway and this is when i was like okay this is pure love we kick the ball and we completely miss mm-hmm. the goalie on the other team picks up the net and shifts it over just so that we no score. yeah which is like wow think about that. that's love for the moment yeah love for the opponent yeah. and love for the game love yes yes but what yes, started yes. to happen was as the game went on these the same kids would start to get really upset and okay. they would pout and cry they'd come off to the sideline and when i started to notice i was like they were picking up on the fact that parents were only cheering when they would either kick the ball mm. or score so this is how the identity is formed yes. right instead of playing for the love of the game they're now playing for the love of everyone watching that is that's huge that's huge because as a parent you would like want like I'm imagining myself and my son and just being like him playing a sport and me just like, no, don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do this. Stop hugging him. Yeah. <laughs> but like hearing you say that is like, it's crazy because yes, he's a, he's a five-year-old. Like, yeah. well, like he doesn't have that type of mindset yet in order. Yeah. That's, that's huge. That's, yeah. that's a big one. Kids that's have a, it's like a heart set they look at things as like, I'm either loved or I'm not loved. Yeah. That's as simple as it gets. I, I believe. This yeah. Is right, yeah. But it's um, that's why it's so important. And like, I'm watching this, and I'm I'm going, oh my gosh! Fast forward 30 years, mm-hmm. that's the athlete who's still trying to get the love and validation from everyone around him yeah. or her. Mm-hmm. And now it's just a matter of going, okay, what is it that you were getting in that moment? Because whatever you're seeking in that moment, 
you're just not you're not giving it to yourself. Yeah. Because if I'm seeking something, if I want your approval, yeah. that means I don't have my own. Correct. So it's like, and that's what I always say, like the difference between fulfillment and emptiness. Mm -hmm. Fulfillment is you are fully filled with your own love and validation. Mm -hmm. So now you can give it to people around you. Whereas emptiness is I'm seeking it from you, mm -hmm. therefore I don't have it. Yes. Emptiness. Yes. Um, and the reason why I can speak so strongly on that is like, that was me, man. Like I, I always needed people's validation. For sure. You know, when I was in high school, school, I remember like sneakers were a big one for me mm -hmm. because I knew that um, I got made fun of. I remember it was in grade eight. Like I grew really fast. Mm -hmm. And so I got made fun of for my clothes. Okay. Right. So I was always wear like these tearaways, same like gray shirt. Yeah. Whatever. And I didn't care. Yeah. I really didn't. Yeah. But I remember like someone made fun of me and it really stuck with mm -hmm. me. So as soon as I got money, as soon as I, I had like, actually I was a really good entrepreneur in, in high school. Okay. I started a sneaker business called Vinchuzos. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I was cool. Good. I was good. Sold <laughs> Jordans out of my locker. Oh was, yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> but um, as soon as I, as soon as I got money, I would now buy my validation. Mm, yeah. I'd go, I'm going to get these Jordans and, and that someone gonna, go, yeah. someone's going to go, yo, those are sick. sick. Yeah. And it's not, I'm not telling people to go, Oh, don't buy Jordans anymore yeah. or don't play sports anymore. Yeah. What I'm saying is once you understand the intention, yeah. now you're aware of it. You're like, Oh yeah. Now when I do it, I'm going to do it for me. Yeah. I'm not I like the way these Jordans look. Yes. I love, I grew up with these Jordans. I love like, you know, yeah, yeah. exactly. Where I love the, love this sport, actually love it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's very interesting. That's a, that's a really great way of putting it. Um, so now that you've like, you've been doing it for three, it's three years now, like uh, two and a half. Yeah. Three years. Yeah. Three years, three. October. Okay. Sweet. So since you've been doing it then, like how, how has it been just in terms of like, so what I've noticed, cause so for me, if people are not open to the way that you are like, cause obviously like even with me, like I had in the beginning of this, I told you like mm -hmm. seeing this guy super happy, super always hugging, like it kind of like, it was cool to see, but like it's still a deep inside. Like I don't feel that way. So like, why would it like, mm -hmm. like, you know, so do people feel, do people always feel open or do you have those kind of like people that are not really there yet in terms of their mindset? And how do you kind of shift that mindset to like, have them being more open. Yeah, I, and I think I, str I struggled with this early on. I always tried to for like force. Mm -hmm. I was like, you, but this is the answer. Like, whatever. Yeah. And yeah. What I've learned is like, no, that's my answer. Yeah. They have their own. Mm -hmm. And so if someone's open to hearing mine, great. And me helping me guide them through it, great. Yeah. But what I've learned is like, I've, dude, I've met with coaches who are like, yeah, your program's bullshit. Mm -hmm. You give too much freedom to millennials or something. And I'm like, that's not even, man. And yeah. then and then I'll have people who are like. Why would we talk about love? What does that have to do with anything? Mm. I'm like, actually, it's everything. everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why we play. Yeah. Like, the reason why we want that next job, mm -hmm. the reason why we want, like, you go right to the end of everything that you want, it is always love. Yeah. Everything. Mm -hmm. Why do you want money? So I can have a family. What is family? Love. Mm. I want the promotion. Why do you want the promotion? My boss is going to acknowledge me. Everyone's going to think I'm the, love. Yeah. And so for me, it's, and, and again, I'm not saying don't do any of these things, For sure. but it's, it's about getting kids, kids and like everybody, athletes, everybody to, to stand on a foundation of so unconditional self-love. Yes. Um, but I think so many people are still, I don't ever want to judge. It's just an observation. I think a lot of us are stuck in, you know, this is the way it's been. This, this is the way it has to be. Kind sure. of thing. It's like, I was coached this way. So I have to coach that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, I'm at the point now where I've, 
I, you know, obviously there's still moments it pops up, but I've, I've really been conscious of letting go of like, that's their answer. This is mine. And I'll work with whoever, like I always say, like, if you have a heart, I'll work with you. Yeah. And if you're open, I'll work with you. Yeah. Cause I literally will work with like a seven year old to like a 65 year old who wants to learn. About yeah. Let's actually talk about that for a second. So going in, cause if you coach like, like pros, like in the CFL, right? Yeah. So coaching them and obviously having some sort of conversations about having that that self-love and that happiness conversation how does that differ from like because obviously it's going to differ a little bit but how does that differ from like coaching children like in terms of like cause i know you do it the same way but like obviously like when they're an adult they're not going to be there they have all these other things that like mount on to everything else in their lives on top of like their emotions and and everything else that they have going on whereas kids they do have a lot of stresses as children there's a lot of things going on because they don't really grasp things yet so what would be what would you say is like a couple of differences or like maybe even just one difference that you would say is the, is the biggest one when you use your hands like this it that's exactly what it is it's there's there's more things covering that you just have to help unravel. Okay. And just go like, okay, why, why, why? Uh, and what I always say is like, if you ask what and how, like what is through the eyes, how is through the brain, but the why is always connected to the heart. So the Sorry, more, say that again. Sorry, you have to do that one more time because that was good. <laughs> so, the, so what, like when, you, if I ask you like, you know, what do you want? Okay. It's usually something you see through your eyes, right? Yes. Okay, so it's like a, a vision or mm -hmm. like a, a picture or whatever. And then it's like, how are you gonna get there? And then you process with your mind. It's yes. like, you know, you know, I'm going to do it like this. This is going to be step number one, step number two. But if you ask why, mm -hmm. it it pulls it pulls up your truth from your heart. It's like, well, why am I doing that in the first yeah. place? Yeah. And this is what drives us, right? Yes. So it's, and I think a lot of, I don't know, I'm not going to say that, but it, basically it's really important for us to keep asking why because mm -hmm. it keeps, it continues to, it's like a fishing pole down to the heart and it slowly starts to pull up for sure. our truth. For sure. Um, I believe our truth is like, it's like a ball of yarn mm -hmm. in our, in our chest. Yeah. And every time we express our truth, like how I feel uh -huh. or like, you know, um, who I am, another thread comes out mm. and then you just slowly, the practice is to slowly keep pulling this thread out until you see the inner workings of your heart Jeez. in your external world. Wow. Cause if I express to you, I don't like you. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't want to see you again. Okay. I've now, this is like a truth okay. and it's now set a boundary in my external world mm. that reflects how I feel. Yes. So it's an expression of my heart, but I'd love you. So I'm not going okay, to, I do want to see you guys. I do want to see you. But that, that's the whole thing is like, cause we all have those things where we don't express ourselves. Yes. You know, I feel this, I said yes, because mm -hmm. you know, I felt bad that I wasn't going to, and that's based on them. That's like a, you know, we're using our logic to protect our heart. Yes. But the whole idea is like my belief with my program, it's like, I help realign the mind so that mm -hmm. love can flow out. It's kind of like a, uh, gender reveal party. It's like opening up the box up yeah. here so that yes. it can flow out. Yeah. Yeah. Be yeah Cause what, what I find mostly in like training people for the past nine years is I find a lot of people are just unhappy with like what they're doing and they, and, and they're constantly just doing the, th like the job that they're doing or whatever they're doing because it provides money, right? And they're not really doing it because they actually love it, right? And having those conversations about like, you know, doing what you love is, is, is like, you know, it's, I like doing, I love doing what I do, right? And that's the thing. And then when I project that, some people are like, you know, I can see in their faces that they like, they continue to wait for the weekend, right? Sure. And, and they're not really like wanting to do what they do, but they can't leave their situation because 
they have bills to pay and they can't just like go and start their cookie shop yeah. right so um, how do you find like when you're dealing with adults and like trying to have that conversation about changing their lifestyle based off of their emotion because obviously like everyone has like things going on with their life and like mental health is a, is a huge thing that people are like like dismissing a lot right so how do you have that conversation where you're like kind of switching their mindset and trying to switch their lifestyle so I, I didn't know you know you don't want to preach and you don't want to force it but yeah. like how do you have that conversation with someone that is really just focused on like money and like not really on what they actually love yeah it's it's taking them uh, it's taking that bridge the bridge that they're on mm -hmm. and then getting them back to the island where they started is the mm -hmm. best way I could put it it's like you because we all came from the same thing yeah and that's love like we are all like look at a child yeah and they're like three four years they're just like they're pure uh, you're weird you know like my little cousin i'll say i love you more than once he goes vince you already told me you love me <laughs> so you know what it is it, and, I, and i find it's like as kids we want to be older and as as adults we want to get back to our younger yes, selves it's yes. like expressive and, yes you know moving around and having fun and mm -hmm. like being present mm -hmm. think of kids they're not sitting there dwelling like what is life all about? <laughs> they're like they're moving around, they're hitting people. Yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah, they're yeah. just so pure. No, it's true. It's true. Yeah. So it, it's taking, uh, it's it's, and it's not taking people back. It's mm -hmm. showing them with a mirror, okay, constant reflection of going, you know, like why, 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 or yeah. like who, 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 mm. and bringing them back to where they were. Interesting. Because we all have that little, like for me, it's that little Vince who was just like. <laughs> I was like a little stand-up comedian. I'd go up to people and <laughs> chat, you know, yeah. until I got bullied, until mm -hmm. I believed that I needed to do this to be loved, until yeah. I needed it. And so I suppressed that with all these logical processes yeah. of like, oh, in order to be fully loved, I blank, blank, blank. Yeah. But all those things we use here, mm -hmm. they're conditions upon our love. For sure. And if we think about the, I, I believe the answer to love, the, the answer to love, the answer to life is unconditional love. Mm. And the more conditions we place on our love for ourselves, the more we're placing conditions on the love we have for, for other people. For sure. Because the one thing I've learned is like, the more I learn about myself, the more I unravel within myself, mm -hmm. the more I'm now able to look at other people differently and go, oh my gosh. So you have your answer like I have mine. Yeah. But yeah. it doesn't go the other way around. It's yeah. not like I'm going to like look in the answers from other people and go, oh, yeah, he did this. Oh, maybe I can do this. Yeah. It's, it's like, a, it's like a, a universal truth. Mm -hmm. The second you tap into that little piece in there that like you start to empathize with like little chubby Vince who got bullied, all of a sudden you look at people mm -hmm. who are getting bullied and you're like, Man, I feel for you. It's the, that's that's a huge thing. Empathy is huge. Huge. And a lot of people don't, especially men, don't have that skill and that 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 trait, yeah. right? Because it's always. And I feel like, and I don't know if that is has to do with like the victim mentality or like the the mentality of just not being able to to feel that way. But I, I'm unsure because that like. People constantly just are in their own little bubble and when something happens, they're not thinking, oh, like maybe that person was acting that way because, you know, something's going on. And that's how I think. Like if something shitty happens, like if someone's like comes up to me and says, hey, like, fuck you or like, like, like some random person on the yeah. street, like, you know, and I'm, I'm not like looking, I'm not like getting mad. I'm like, hey, no, fuck you. Yeah. You know, I'm like, shit, man, that guy's going through something, man. Really shit. Something. There's something going on. And then I'm just like. 
damn, right? Where other people they get mad, and like they, you know. But it's 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 crazy in that way, man. It's yeah. <laughs> well, there's and there's something you said in that too. Is like as men, mm, yes, that is a big thing. Like, mm-hmm. and and I still catch myself where I'm like, because if I think of like the sports mm-hmm. world, yeah. There's no room to cry. Yeah. There's no room. Like, think about the guy. Who's the guy who played for Philly who was crying after the series? Joel Embiid, yeah. And they're all like... They're killing him. They're killing killing him him. for crying about something he loved. I know. Like the, that, like the Michael Jordan crying face. That's what I, you know what I mean. Like, what, yeah, we, yeah. We, we we rip it apart. It's and, true. And so of course these young kids watching these memes yeah. and all this stuff, they're sitting there going, "Oh, I, I can't cry. Yes. I can't cry. 100%. I'm not. Gonna, I don't want to get embarrassed on on social media. 100%. Which I empathize for them because mm-hmm. I wouldn't either if I yeah, saw that. For sure. But it, the more we celebrate men, like fuck, every fucking person in this world yeah. has feelings. Yes. 100%. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. You as a male have a feminine side. Mm-hmm. I, I have a, a feminine side. We all have masculine and feminine. Yep. But what happens is there's this duality. We're like, no, 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 that's not me. This is me. Yeah. And I'm this tough guy and I'm this, I'm that. But the more you do that, the more you suppress how you actually feel. Yeah. And you look at like, what is it? 91% of crimes are committed by males. Yeah. Um, I saw something. It was like every day, 84 men commit suicide or something yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm watching this. I'm like, yeah, because think of what, like... I don't want to get like it's, angry, yeah, but yeah. I'm like, I, I was that kid who like, I'm a very sensitive, emotional person. Yeah. I cry almost every day. Ever since I lost my dad, mm-hmm. every day, mm-hmm. every day. And I'm, I'm, I don't do it to go, look, I'm crying, Yeah, no. but I, sure. I take pride in expressing myself yes. because if I look at my little cousins, I want them to see me crying and m- make sure that they know it's normal. That is the, that's super huge. And it comes down to parenting, man. It comes yeah. down to parenting because that's, it, it, it stems from like the beginning, the yeah. beginning. And where, and where does it stem from? The children that see their dad and their dad and this kid starts crying. Man up. Yeah. Stop crying. Yeah. What are you doing? Stop crying. Right. I will never tell my son that ever, never. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's crazy to me and it, the cycle continues. And as much as we would like to think it's the media and like everything else, like, it's your parents at home. Mm-hmm. It's, it starts with there because the, the kids look up to the parents 100% first mm-hmm. more than anything else. Because when they come home from a shitty day from their whoever like saying this and this and, and that about them, if, you're, if they come home and they start crying about it and you're going to be there like, stop crying. What are you crying over? Blah, blah, blah. Like, that's not a good way to, first of all, start that kind of conversation. And like, second of all, to show the person, like, to show the, like, my child, whoever else, that like, this is normal. Yes. And I, I have cried in front of my son before because it is a normal thing. I do cry often. Like, if I see, if I see a fucking commercial, like, if I see a commercial on YouTube you. and it hits me, I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm dying. If I see, like, if I see him watching Fresh Prince and Fred, like, he starts, like, Talking about his dad. Yeah, that's those ones get me. Yeah, yeah. I'm done. I'm finished, and yeah. I have to turn it off. Yeah. You know, I, sometimes I don't like feeling that, and you know, like, and I, it happens every time because of like the relationship I do have with my dad or the lack of right, and you end up seeing like what kind of like things trigger you, and it's like, yeah, that's that's normal, and like how how like how you deal with it, right? But yeah. it's yeah, it's. Yeah. I, I always say going back going back to the thread that I was talking mm-hmm. about. When, if a kid is crying. You have the ability to help them pull that out. Yes. Or you have the ability to shut mm. it right back in their face. True. And so what I always see, like sports too, stop crying. Yeah. The second a kid starts to express and then you put pull it back, back in, in, that's gone for, that's gone until that kid does the work on it with yeah. a therapist, a coach. Yeah. Yeah. So it, I love that you said, cause it's like, if you just, even if it's just cr- like create space, like silence. Yes. Yeah. And like, it's okay that you're crying. Like, yeah. 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 It happens with my clients all the time. Like they start yeah. crying. It's not because they're like, um, like emotional, but one thing it's just like, 
a buildup of everything that's happening in their lives, they end up crying, and I'm not there like, you know, obviously I don't say stop crying, but like sitting there, we stop the session totally, yeah. and we'll sit there and just like have a conversation. Yeah. And it's not like deep into conversation, it's just like having a conversation just about anything, right? Just because, you know, I like, you're a person, and I like, you know, we, we have a conversation about like what's going on, right? But. Uh, it, and the last thing I'll say about that is think about the first thing we say after we cry in front of people. What do we say? I'm sorry for yeah. crying. <sighs> Crazy. Every time. Every time. Every time. You are apologizing for feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this, is, this isn't just yeah. men. This is everybody. It's everybody. And everybody. It's like, I'm like, I never apologize. Because yeah. that's who you are. Like, that is a, you are clearing your pipes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I'm just. That's huge. No, that it's huge, and you should be fired up because it's like we're 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 raising these kids, and like nowadays, and like you see all these people doing bad things all the time, and it's just like, why are they doing it? And you look back, it's like, oh no, it's just because they they had a bad upbringing. No, like, yeah, they had a bad upbringing, but like they also had terrible parents and or terrible like surrounding system, right? And we don't have that system anymore because people just care about what other people think yeah and when you yeah. care about what other people think you're gonna you're you don't want your son to cry so like when you have your friends over and your son's crying or like you know you don't want to have like a like a sissy son like who like yeah. well, what, what is it what is that what, what kind of shit is uh, that i've been called like i've been called all of those because like i was yeah. always that kid yeah i was yeah. always that kid yeah yeah, yeah. so i'm yeah, I yeah, it. it's 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 nuts. It's yeah. nuts, and I will never be a part of that. And if I hear that shit, I will call you out for that all day. Me too. <laughs> okay, um, sweet. So, what we'll get into next is a little bit of love. Well, we've been talking about love this whole time. Yeah, but it's a different, probably a different kind. Different. The way you said that, it sounded like a <laughs> love. <it> yeah. <laughs> so, single. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa! No, it's Hold like, on, though. No, that, no. that was like, yeah, no, because that was like not really like. Okay, so it's. I mean, <laughs> we hear it all the time, but it's like I, I'm in. I'm in that mode where I'm like really. I mean, everybody says this, but I, like, focusing on myself, mm -hmm. but I'm still talking to people, still connecting, yeah, still yeah. Like going on a date here and there. Yeah, and so yeah. I'm not like. Yeah, I'm single. Like, if you think of like the the label, I'm single. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So when's the last time you went on a date? A couple weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it was like that. That was that the first day. Was that the second date or like what was that? What would I call that? I'd say second. Second date. Second. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sweet. And so like, what what kind of things like when you're? I guess we can we can we can touch into dating first. So like, when dating, like, are you going on Tinder? Are you going on Bumble? Are you just meeting people? Like, and then just be like, hey, you're cool, let's go on a date. So, it's so funny you ask that, because like, <laughs> I used to be on like Tinder and Bumble. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like, but what I found is, uh, like I'm big on energy, like feeling someone, yeah. it's really hard in those like, you can't. first <laughs> 20 questions to like, feel out somebody. Yeah, you know? Like yeah. you can feel something, yeah. but, um, so what I've noticed is if, I, like, I'll go to like these different workshops, events, um, like yoga, events or whatever okay. and like if I meet someone there it's like think of like the energy that attracts certain types of people in True. those areas right yeah. um so yeah like the, no I don't I don't go online um I just kind of meet like if I connect with someone I, cause I firmly believe like if it's meant to, if it's meant to be a connection like you'll keep it'll keep bumping into you until okay. you're like oh 
Okay, yeah, I, I've seen you at every event in the past. Yeah, year. yeah, yeah. Yeah, like there's there's certain people who like, um, I randomly bump into them and it's like a three hour conversation. Okay. You know? And then I'm like, okay, so there might be something here. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm also at that point where I'm like I'm learning a lot about myself right now too in the sense of attachments. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, to be very open, it's like you know those moments where you're like really vulnerable late at night. You just want to text someone so you feel good about yourself. Yes, right? yes, yes. I, That's I, true. Right. So it's like for me, I'm I'm really sitting with okay, why? Like, why am I doing mm. that? You know, because we're human. Like everybody, for sure, experiences that on some level. Um, but I'm really trying to be aware of my attachments. Like, what kind of things dictate my value mm. right now? Mm-hmm. And I've noticed, you know, I've, in the past for sure, I've been like, oh, like, I should have a girlfriend, and mm-hmm. I should, you know. Yes. But I'm really trying to be with myself where I'm like, just be with it. Yeah. What, yeah, what I found mostly too is the, the interesting f- thing for me is like I was in a relationship for eight years. Um, and then when we ended up breaking things off, I this is my first time in the Tinder Bumble world, right? And it was so odd for me. I never really went on a date from Tinder, really. Um, and the reason why I find is like beforehand I would... And now I do this, I do this now is like having conversations on the phone before actually meeting the person is like the first date for me. I like that. Because when you're texting somebody, they can literally change the whole thing. You don't know the tone. You have no idea. They could have written something and then deleted it, bring it back, but on the phone. Copied and pasted. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I've used too, that yeah. pun a hundred times, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, you would just like, but on the phone, you can't do that. Like, it's yeah. it's like you you ask a question, they have to answer it in the moment, right? And I find that, like, it kind of gives me a good sense of the person beforehand. And then it just, like, kind of, like, lays out the foundation of if I'm actually going to go on a date with somebody. So, so like, do, so, like, let's say... Let's say you do go on a, on a couple dates. Like, what is like, what is your good for second date? I would oh, say. Oh, I love. Okay, I love like hikes. Okay. I was in Hamilton. Ladies filled with ladies listening. To hikes, this. waterfalls. Because <laughs> like, there's something about like no cell phone. Yes. In nature, like mm-hmm. on a walk together, yes. like deep conversation. So not the bar. Not the bar. I don't know. Like going for a drink to me is like yeah, it's kombucha. Not. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's as far as I'll go. Um, I like, you know, absolutely. Like I'll, I'll have a drink here and there, but mm-hmm. I just find for me personally, it just, it's one of those things. Like I, I don't know. I don't want to rely on that to yeah. feel like myself either. So hikes, uh, arcade, like Dave and Buster's. Those are thing. cool. Those are cool. Amazing. Yeah. I like those. I like those. Um, but yeah, fun, like just fun stuff. I yeah. mean, like one thing that I actually want to get into just recently, I thought like dance classes, Oh, like that's salsa cool. Like, that's a cool one. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. How else can you like? You can't be perfect on a, <laughs> a salsa class. Yeah, there's no way I'm going in there point. like check out this form. Like, <laughs> I haven't done. You know what I mean? So it's, I feel like I feel like someone would do that if they like they're really good at something. Like, yeah, I'll take you on a salsa day, uh, on a salsa date, yeah. and I've never and done all my salsa medals before. for my salsa class. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like some guys wouldn't even tell them that. They just take us like I've never done this before, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Sorry, I wasn't prepared for this. You the whole suit. Yeah. 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 That's, so but that's cool. Like going to something where they're both not even like. Neutralizing. Yeah, neutralizing yeah. the thing because yeah. even even going out like, yeah, going into a bar is not really like, you're just, you have a lot of distractions, right? You have like distractions of the music, people, and like, like you know, other things. And it, it, it could really take away from like actually getting to know the person. Um, okay, so what, what was your longest relationship? Six months. Six months. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, what? How long ago was that? Like, how long ago was that? Now? That was 
two years ago. Okay. Three years ago. What is it, 2019? Two years ago. Sweet. And then since then, it's just kind of been like, because you know what? The thing is for me too, is that what I've realized is that I've been that where I've like, I need to get in a relationship or not even that. It's like, I've talked to my friends and stuff like that. It's like, I hate relationships. I hate them. I'm like, cause I've been jaded and I'm like, I'm done. I'll never get into another relationship again. And then I'm in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. You know what I mean? And that's me. And you know what, you know what it is. And I've, I've, I actually, I've asked that why of like, why am I doing that? Like, what, what is it like? And it's just like getting into a, a comfortable place and, and, and the reason why I find that now I'm, um, I'm just like, I'm done. Like, and I'm actually like, just like, just doing my own thing is because people don't realize like, wait, what? I'm just speaking, like, just speaking for myself. I don't know. Like when, when people are getting into relationships, the problem is that people don't really, I don't find people know themselves that well. Mm -hmm. Right. And when they get into relationships, the problem is that you have to get to know that other person yeah. and you, when you get to know that other person, you put yourself on a back burner to a certain degree because you're learning something new, right? In that first three months, you're just learning, 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 and you're not really figuring yourself out, especially at a young age. People get into relationships like me, I got into a relationship at a young age, and you just end up not really, like, you're focusing on that relationship, focusing on the effort, and you're not really finding yourself, right? Yeah. So I find that as of lately. So I, I guess, like, I guess that's what, like, you kind of been doing as well is just, like, kind of, like, you still go on dates, but you're mostly just, like, kind of self, self, like, realizing things for yourself. For sure. And to be very real, like, I've, I've learned this recently, too. It's, like, there's a lot of times where I hesitate getting into something. Okay. Out of fear. Mm. And it's, like, fear of, like, not being loved or, like, what if I show my true self and they don't like me? Okay. And so I play it safe. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I think that's something that is important. Like, that's what you think now or, like... Like, right now, like, this is kind of where I'm, like, what I've been learning recently about okay. me. It's, like, it's, like, oh, I'm going to play, you know, yeah, I'm just going to, I'm working on myself and I'm kind of yeah, deflecting. Yeah. Yeah. But really, it's just, like, a shield for me to be, like, well, what if they don't like me? Because mm. we all, again, we all have that, right? Like, for deep sure. down, it's, like, you know, and for me, the thing that I... It's just something that I struggle with, and it's like ever since I was a kid, I've had this, right? Okay. It's like, and still working on it and working through it, and whatnot. But um, it's important that we're open about these things yeah. because I think we all feel, to some degree, some type of vulnerability when it comes to, you know, any partnership, relationship, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Um, so for me, it's like, yeah, I'm absolutely working on myself, and I am definitely the main priority right now, and I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that there's an opportunity for me to also like dive right into something for sure. Because um, I think those are the best lessons. Like when you go all in on something, it's mm -hmm. like even a business. If you went all yeah. in, yes. you're getting the best lessons. You, when you break through that thing, you get the best lessons for sure. Even if you fail, yeah. you're like, oh, at least I went for it. Yeah, no, but, for sure. You know, yeah, that's a we have one chance at being us. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right, and and I, I find that uh, too with with a lot of the relationships that I've been in is or like not a relationship I would just say like when when dating someone I find that like in the first three months I'm like we're together like all the time like doing everything together and I find and I'm uh, asked why I do that myself as well and like I find that when I do that I get to know that person super quick and I get to find out like for me I don't want to waste time and I know that sounds like kind of like whatever but I don't want to waste time and I don't want to wait six to nine months to figure out the real you right when I can just figure that out in a short span of three months and like spend as much time with you in that three months as possible to see if like this is where it can be like what do you find what do you find that you would be like how would you like because i know you said you would dive in but like how much of a dive in would it be do you think Jeez, for yourself? that's a you're really putting me on the spot like, i don't know if you're watching this i don't know <laughs> 
Someone's going like he's gonna dive in at seven days. No, like I, I um, that's a it's a tough one. Like I guess it would be different for everybody though, right? Because yeah. it's like depending on the person and like. Well, and for me, for me, a big one is my family. Okay. So it's like once they're in the family thing, it's like that's when it's like all in. Oh, okay. Right. Um, but it's it's hard to. It's hard, man. Yeah. And, and I think for me too, like after losing my dad, you like. There's just there, there's just some things that I've I've come to learn about life and come to appreciate differently, and, mm-hmm. and I'm just very I don't know like selective is not the word. It's just like I'm careful. Yes, careful, and that, that's what leads to fear. But also, it's like I'm careful because I'm like, well, who am I bringing in my family? Well, it's important. Yeah. That's super important, yeah. and I, you have to you have to really think about that because. Exactly that's everything to you right so you have to make sure that like that's number one right so now that's 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 interesting um another question i was going to ask uh with sorry what were you going to say i was going to say it's three 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 i don't know if you're you believe in that stuff but what is what is i like when you see triple numbers oh right? you're they're angel numbers no you don't you don't have to make a wish it just it's a it's like a they're angel numbers it, they all mean something so like one 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 two 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 oh okay 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 so three 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 is uh alignment yeah. so it's like things are oh portals. yeah i didn't so know that. evolution like first start seeing one 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 then you see two 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 then three 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 yeah. four 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 it means like you're on your path you're doing what you're supposed to oh be, really where yeah. you're supposed to be i did not know that yeah, yeah. so it's just really interesting that the whole time because you had this up yeah yeah but you went to the home screen it was three three three. Oh, interesting I, cool. <laughs> I know i'm glad you get it yeah <laughs> get him on the screen <laughs> that's awesome um okay sweet mm. so when I, I, okay, so in a relationship, like I find, I guess it's harder now because you're obviously in the mind, you're in a different mindset than, than a lot of people, mm-hmm. right? And you're more self-aware than a lot of people. So when you get into a relationship with somebody um, or like start like developing or start like dating with someone, obviously you ask like certain questions. For sure. Right? So what would be like, I guess, your top like questions that you would ask somebody that like you could kind of be like the like the determining factor of like okay i guess there's not like there's not like three questions or like yeah. is there like is there anything that comes to mind like you don't like have to like think of it right on the spot but like there's, any- there's so much that pops up with this could because uh, like if I'm in a relationship, partnership, dating someone, I am not a coach. Okay. I am like... <laughs> yeah, how would you... Yeah. Like, how do you... Because, I like, for me, I want, like, I don't... I'm not trying to fix you. I'm not trying to, like, you know, I'll help you grow. I'll co- call it how I'm feeling, whatever. But I'll never be like, tell me how that makes you feel. You know what I mean? Like, it, <laughs> I can't I can't do that. I want a relationship to be, like, a fun partnership. It's like a team. Yes, you but know? if you're, but if the person is not on the same page as you, with in terms of how they're even looking at themselves, because if they're looking at themselves in a destructive way, mm-hmm. then how can you be with a person like that? I wouldn't. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like you, you feel it's like that's like the next level of yeah, it. Is yeah. Like you would know if that person's because I somebody told me this the other day. It's like growth is growth. Yeah. If one person's growing one millimeter a day yes. and I'm growing five, yeah. we're still growing. For sure. So it's not like, and I'm not, no one's better than anybody else. For sure. 
So it's important that we understand that because mm-hmm. I think we get a lot of people, I hear like there's a lot of ego in that too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh yeah, I do work on myself. Do you do work on yourself? It's like, mm-hmm. that's ego. For sure. That's not love. Interesting. Like, you know, okay. partnership. It's like, it's supposed to be love. Mm-hmm. It's like, I love you regardless. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care if you, you know, yeah, I'd love for you to work on yourself. Like, mm-hmm. you, I mean, like, I'd love for you to love to work on yourself. Like, it's not like, <laughs> but, but to me, I look at like a, a true partnership is like two people striving to master themselves and then coming together for to be a team yes you know like rather than i'm gonna help you up i'm gonna help you up and then you know <coughs> i mean obviously you're gonna help people i'm i'm going in a different direction but in terms of like okay i'm gonna get into it selflessness the word selfless okay our world we love to talk about selflessness mm-hmm. if you think of selflessness on its own mm-hmm. you're less of self okay okay yes you're yes. less of self yes but if you are on a foundation of self-love, mm-hmm. self-filling, whatever you want to call it, self-mastering, mm-hmm. you now have more of self to give. Mm-hmm. So when you're selfless, you still have more. Mm-hmm. But if what happens in relationships, I, I have experienced, <clears throat> it's like, I'm just going to take care of you, I'm going to take care of you, and, you know, and yeah, then yeah. the person forgets to take care of themselves. Correct. And then there's this imbalance, and it yes. just, that's why I firmly believe in like, you do your own stuff, and then you come together when, like, you know, when you want to, yes. whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you come together, you're both fully filled. Yes. Right? And obviously, it's theoretical. It's not, you're not always fully filled. No. But it's, it's the striving to master yourself so that I can be selfless for you. Yes. So when I take care of myself and I sit with my own thoughts, now when I sit with you, yeah. I'm able to sit with your thoughts. Yeah. Rather than giving giving everything out yeah. and having nothing left. Yes. And that, yeah, I find that's a, that, I find that's a big thing for sure. And that, and I feel like that touches onto like a lot of, of like, like the love languages, right? right? With the different love languages and how people receive and how people give love. Right. Because what I found a lot in dating and relationships is that like people are, people constantly say, will like say like girls will constantly say like, Hey, like I feel like I'm showing this and you're not showing that. Right. And like, I don't see that, right? Mm-hmm. But they do because they receive love in a certain way. So like, let's say they receive love in affection or they receive love in uh, services, mm-hmm. right? In those two ways, like, that's great that you receive it in that way, but I don't receive it in that way, yeah. right? And then if you aren't able to show it to me in that way, then like, well, how, how's this gonna work? You know what I mean? So like, I, I find like, do you ever find that like, when you are getting in, like into something that they are aware of those things, because I feel like you're going, you're especially you, you're going to go into a relationship and you're already ahead of the curve. Like there, you're on top. And I know you don't bring coaching in, yeah. but like it's going to be, it's like it's kind of hard not to, right? Because you're going to look at those things and like you're going to be like, okay, let's have these kind of conversations, especially if like you know things are getting more serious or they're not going well, like you'll have those kind of conversations and then your kind of coaching will come out to a certain degree. Well, right? it's funny you say it because uh, just in this past year, I was in a really incredible relationship in, in terms of communication. Okay. And what she taught me was like, it was like, whether it was like good or shitty, mm-hmm. <coughs> communicate it. Yes. And <coughs> what was amazing about that, sorry. No, it's all good. <coughs> some kombucha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the cinnamon. <laughs> What was amazing about that was I learned the value of like, I don't have to give her the answer, mm-hmm. but if we sit with each other to like discuss it out, even if it is different love languages, yeah. it's clarity because yes. now it's out there. Yes. But how many people go, God, I wish he knew that 
I wish he knew that I wanted gifts. I wish he knew that he, I, you know, he, he should have cleaned the pans this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they yeah. don't express it. Yes. Because it's like conflict and whatever. Yes. But there's something so beautiful, like to me, like if I talk, think about my love language, it's truth. Okay. If someone expresses like, that made me feel really shitty and this is why mm-hmm. and blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah. blah. It, I literally feel like I'm more connected yes, to that person. for sure. But we, a lot of times we shy away from that. Mm-hmm. I shy away from it sometimes too where I'm like, out of fear of, oh my gosh, are they not going to love me? Yeah, or a confrontation or just like, yeah. Totally. Yeah. So that's yeah. why it all, the answer is always love, right? <laughs> yeah. it's, but it's cool because everything loops around here in this conversation mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, we talk about truth. It's like your truth here is the same as your truth here. Mm-hmm. It just looks different. Yes. You know, and I think that's why a relationship is a, it's a, it's an uh, amplification mm-hmm. of yourself with another person. Yep. Right, because you're yep. you're like think about it. You got to open up a little bit. You yeah, gotta, like for sure. Show your like they'll see who you really are. For sure. If you really give them the time and for the sure. space, right? And, so. and that's what, and that's what it's about is actually showing. And then you know, and then on top of that, like I think the biggest thing about it is being able to anything. You got it all. We have the sort. <laughs> um, I I think with anything is just like I think the important thing that people forget is to self-love while they're in a loving relationship Mm -hmm. and and i I feel like that's a big one that people forget to do is is do that because you see someone they're doing like you know great things and then like you know once you like have a lot of friends you get into a relationship you don't hear from those friends anymore right and then like you don't you stop doing the things that you normally do because all you're doing is you're super attached to that person now and then you you kind of lose yourself right so um yeah how how often do you have the conversations with love languages actually or like not even with like a person in a relationship just like in general like with your coaching yeah so coaching i have a whole module actually i run this like excuse me i run this online program it's a 12-week accelerated program okay athletes entrepreneurs students and they all come into this it's like an intimate group six people and every week there's a different module it's, it's a great program cool. like right now we've got three professional athletes an entrepreneur Whoa. um uh, yeah because you do work with like nfl nba yeah, like, yeah, all those yeah. guys like that's yeah, yeah. that's crazy it's cool man. that's it's really cool. that's really crazy but the reason why i was sharing that was our second the second module of everything i do is, is love and what mm-hmm. i do is i help people define what love is because even beyond the love languages there's different levels of love okay but the whole purpose is like the shirt it's like it's self-defined yes so you need to understand what it is to you like when how do i know that you love me yeah right and then defining that and the whole idea is once you package that up it's that much easier to not easier it's much more simple to see what that love looks like directed to you Mm. so when you say like attached right and and i think of like uh, finding yourself within a relationship you know, we, we hear these quotes all the time, like, just love yourself, man. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. like, trust the process. And you're like, <laughs> liking all these photos. But how difficult is it to actually do it, right? Yeah, because they just say that, but there's no actual, like, yeah, how like, to. How to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what I tell people to do is, and this is really simple, you write out in, like, 250 to 500 words mm-hmm. how you know if someone else loves you. And this could okay. be everybody, friends, family, relationships, whatever. You just write it out. And you'll get stuff like, uh, when they create space for me to, you know, to express myself, mm-hmm. uh, when they accept me for who I am, mm-hmm. when they um, spend time with me, mm-hmm. when they do things for me, when they get me gifts, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, right? yeah. And then what you do is you take the exact same paragraph and you look at all the they, they, they's yeah. and you replace it with I, 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 me, my. Okay. So the whole idea is do I, all the things that I know that how other people will love me, uh-huh. do I do that for myself? Uh-huh. So it's like, 
I accept myself for who I am. Yeah. I, I do wow. things for myself. Jeez. I accept, you know, and because I believe it is that simple. Yeah. But in yeah. life, we look at life through a window. Mm-hmm. We're like, you de- you define my love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But really, it's a mirror. Yeah. It's like, I define my love. Yes. And because I do that, I'm now able to give you more. Yes. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. Because I've, I've noticed that in myself. It's like, I still do like, because for me, like I really enjoy communicating so like for me communication is huge for me it's like if there i'm in a relationship and there's no communication happening mm-hmm. right like i'm like what's happening <laughs> you know what i mean so like yeah so like th- yeah that's that's a really big one yeah that's yeah that's cool that's really cool man i enjoy that okay cool um let's get into oh yes my favorite segment well i would say it's my funnest segment. So FAQs, FAQs. So frequently asked, uh, no, funny asked questions. Okay. Funny asked questions. Funny asked questions. So because <laughs> so I know good. as a as an owner, this is the best podcast. <laughs> I love this. Like this is not what I'm. You know what I mean? This is so good. So as an owner, right? You get obviously like you get on your website. You probably have that FAQ, and you get like a bunch of asked like questions like sent to your email. You have, like answer these questions, right? Yeah. Um. So, but we're gonna do fun ones. Okay. So these ones are actually really good. I'm excited about these ones. First one is cereal soup. Yes or no? Oh my god. <laughs> no. Why not? Oh, here we go. <laughs> Why is it not a soup? Is it because it's cold? But would you consider that like... Jeez. Because my mind went to broth. Oh, there's no broth in it. But like what? Oh, dude, you're, this is fun. <laughs> Yeah, I would just say no, and I have no explanation. Okay, cool. It's just yeah, a, that, so, a just, social just like construction. That. Yeah, there you go. You know? <laughs> um, okay. What, if you do, what conspiracy theory... Okay, what, okay, what's the conspiracy theory you might believe in the most? If you like, if you do believe in conspiracy theories, what conspiracy oh theory... Oh my god, you I'm the worst for this, because you know when you're on Netflix, you watch a documentary, and you're like, I believe in that now. <laughs> I'm a vegan. I'm the, you're, like, you're just like, I buy into everything. Yeah, yeah. That's a tough one. I don't pay attention enough to like really sit with that. It's like aliens. Or oh, like... I definitely believe in aliens. I believe like I totally believe in aliens. Yes. Yeah. But that's like to me that's not a. Con- like, I know. Okay, like, but like there's it's still like yeah, a yeah, thing. yeah, totally. It's totally. still a thing. Actually, there was an article today. Five hundred thousand people are willing to storm Area Fifty One. It was probably a fake article, so don't quote me on this. Let's go. But, Let's but go. it's like 500,000 people. Let's I just got go. this picture. Oh my god, that would be crazy. But just I don't see what's real, down there. Yeah, yeah. I just, Honestly, I like, that's cool. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I totally believe in aliens. I totally so. believe in aliens. I was probably visited when I was younger. Definitely. <laughs> um, okay. Actually, I want to stick with aliens a little bit. So, uh, <laughs> so, good. So, good. so like, okay, do you, are you the type of person that believes like there's, there's actual... You gotta, no, go. Just go. Okay. Do you are you the type of person that believes like, oh, yeah, I believe in aliens, but there are little organisms on like. No, no, no. Like I legit believe in aliens. Like there's aliens. Like great. Okay. 100%. What is your? What would you say your theory is, or like what your like what your. Like, did, Think about like look at us right now. Yeah. We're yeah. like these like weird <laughs> body suits. Yes. Like, you yes. know they're just like like I don't know. They're just <laughs> like and to think that we're the only like. We're the only planet that has 
these things that are fun. There's no way. Yeah, yeah. There's no yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And even if it's not in this like galaxy, like there's there's no way. There's no, I'm sorry. Like I don't know if I'm gonna lose business on this. Like if somebody's gonna be like, oh, he believes aliens. No, he's not coming to speak. Like, you know? But like, I, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. I, the only reason why I'm going in my pocket because I'm carrying around this crystal. What is this? I love crystals so much, and this is titanium aura quartz. Okay. And so, like, it's but to me, it's like... always the space. It's always the space-looking stuff that yeah. gets me. You know? Okay, okay, okay. And so I was like, yeah, I got that in my pocket. <laughs> you just keep it in your pocket. Yeah, Shit, I like yeah. that. Nice. Yeah. Um, okay, my my quick theory because I wanted to do this last time I was on with Cassie, but I didn't. So my quick theory on what aliens and 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 how everything came about was. You know the pyramids weren't built by actual people. They were built by, well, aliens and everything. That's, that's what I believe in. I believe in before everything happened, aliens used to live on this earth. They left because there was gonna be a flood or whatever else that happened here. And now, and then the humans were completely wiped out. They came back, saw there was like monkeys living here. They took their DNA, mixed it in with the monkey's DNA, created us, we're here. Hello. Wow. Wow. And now and now they just come back and it's like we're a petri dish. And we're just, they're just like, all right, what are these guys doing down here? Let me take one of these guys and just like see what's going on inside their bodies and then put them back. They didn't want no thing. Okay, wait. So there's a like 80% of that. I'm right there with you. The other 20 I need to look into. So, okay. <laughs> but there's a documentary on Netflix and the story of this guy. It's like Ron... Jermemski or I don't even know okay. what it is. Okay. That's definitely not the name. Again, don't quote me. <laughs> and you could change it in the edit or whatever. Yeah. But basically, he was he was being abducted, being abducted so often that he set up a camera. Okay. And so there was this one thing where he went to the doctor. He had tore his ACL. Yeah. He went to the doctor. They're like, "Yeah, you're going to be out for you know 12 weeks, whatever." Yeah. And then sure enough, that night, and like I don't know if this is real, so don't quote me on any of this, right? But I was like sucked into it. I told you, like I buy into anything. Yeah, like, yeah. One strange rock, I'm like. Like our planet, like it's you, know, you just buy into it. Yeah. But there was this thing, so he got abducted that night. He had towards ACL, whatever. The next day, there's three dots in his leg, completely healed. He goes back to the doctor; it's completely healed. The ACL, and there was a report on it and everything. They're like, I have no idea how this happened or whatever. I need to find this. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. What's this called? I swear, it's like it's got the picture. I swear, it's got like a picture of an alien at the front, and it's like the story of. Cause I look at all like documentaries on aliens. Like I look for all. Maybe of them. they took it off because it's real. Don't fuck around. <laughs> all right, let's move from that one. What is the most ridiculous fact you know? I'll let you. I'll let you like. I'll let I'm you, terrible like, with facts. Up. I'm the. Wor- I. I am. And this is a limiting belief. I don't like facts. I don't know. I can't access that. Okay. Like yeah. I'm not the kind. Of, did you know that one in ten people? <laughs> Hug, because you know what's funny is I I try to create my own facts. Like okay. I, do, I free, give out free hugs in downtown Hamilton. Yeah, I see that. I love that. And it'll be like one in every eight smiled at me. You know, like yeah, those yeah, kind of yeah. <laughs> But facts, like okay, so like, give really me have... one of those. Give me one of those facts. Then that's a good fact. Then I'm trying to think. The last <laughs> time I went, the last time I went, oh, I had a guy that said "f your love." Well, you could swear on this, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's like "fuck your love," and I had a free hug sign. I was like, what? <laughs> And so it was like one out of like I probably hugged maybe 110 people. Yeah. Just like completely hated it. Oh, that's damn. a good fact for you. What percentage is that? It's like 0.7 percent. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, yeah. what a what a douche. Yeah. Hey, but again, <laughs> empathy, right? He's going through something. Exactly. 
Facts. He's That's true. See, because it, it's still, I still. Me too. We all like knee-jerk reaction. Judgment. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, come back to. If animals could talk, which would be. <laughs> Which would be the rudest? This is, oh, that's a good question. <laughs> These questions just go in different directions. I'm like getting uncomfortable over here. The rudest. There's something about a zebra that's like really like sassy. Yeah, okay. Okay. You know? That's it's a like, good one. So wait, have you looked at my stripes? You know? <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. I like that one. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, okay, and then... Funniest joke you know by heart, dude. I could, I could literally. Do we have any materials in here? Well, I came here today with my friend Mike. Yeah. I don't mesh around. Oh. <laughs> uh, yes. Do a whole thing. I don't like this. <laughs> I just can't keep it bottled up anymore. And I can cap it off with that one. <laughs> right. Hats off to you for having me. <laughs> and we'll cap it off with that. That's it. That's it. Oh my god. That's amazing. You're amazing. This is the best <laughs> podcast I've ever been on. Dude. Kombucha. <laughs> aliens. Love. Truth. Oh like. my god. That was sick, man. That was really good. New audience. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. Oh man, that was cool. That was cool. That was good. That was good. I like that. Oh man, dude! Thanks Thank for you for that, man. Yeah. I appreciate Thank that. You. Like That's that amazing. was, I tell you, that was. I know, like this is like the the most like informational in terms of like being used for just the person's self. And like, if it's just one thing that person takes from yep. this, like. That's the key. Like that's the key for me. And like, yeah. I, and people always ask me now. It's like, what is this show? Like, what is like? I, you don't have a clear, definite. Like, there's no like, what's happening? It's like, I actually don't know. Like, I'm literally having conversations with people. That's all it really is. Like, I have some points of like what I want to discuss based off of like who's coming on. But like, for the most part, I'm just like, let's just have a conversation. Like the first two people I had, like we had like Julian, like. Me and Julian like had a lot of conversations beforehand. Is Julian Ho? Yeah. yeah, he's awesome. Man. Yeah, he's awesome. Oh, I love Julian. And then the, and then I had Corinne, and we like had brief like interaction, but like, fully. So that was interesting. And then uh, I had oh, I had Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. Me and Kevin like I Kevin Yaboya. I don't know if you ever met. I, him. I recognize the name, but I don't, I don't know if I know. Him. Yeah, he works at Berries, and like he's uh, he used to a Catalyst Health, and mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but like me and him, like we used to work together. So like that was like an easy one as well. Um, but then I had two other ones where I've never had conversations with like Callie Rikis and then uh, Cassie Day. Yeah. Never ever had a conversation with them, like just had them on. And so it was like, oh, I was crazy. a lot more nervous for the, for those ones. Yeah. But like this one, I, I like wanted to get done since February, I think it was. Yeah, oh, it was yeah it's like, been a while. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, for sure, for sure. This is gonna be like the most like, you know, and, and I find like anything that like kind of, like helps mm-hmm. right and that's it everything like i do in terms of like my business is like helping people right mm-hmm. so like there's obviously like that correlation with you and i there um so it's just like super important to have this dude I, it means a lot and i think the best part of this and like honestly is this still going, still going. oh amazing <laughs> i think the best part about this is like i honestly like i don't get uncomfortable often but there's something about like talking about relationships and like all that stuff because we protect that right oh for sure even as kids it's like for sure i remember oh i'll never forget this 
I came home from a uh, dance in grade six, uh-huh. and my for whatever reason I don't know why, but my mom was like, "Who'd you dance with?" And I just started crying, and I ran downstairs. Oh you know, no! Friend, I, I danced with Michelle Green. It was my first ever dance. Okay. But regardless, like I was like hiding it. Okay. It's so interesting because even sex, like we don't talk about sex enough. Mm. It's like this thing that we all experience. Like, yes. no, sorry, I shouldn't speak for everybody, but it's like it's a thing that is like very. Um, um, impactful in our lives and we don't talk about for it for sure and it's like oh no no don't that's too much oh, yeah, that's yeah, too yeah, yeah 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 it's like let's be open to it. like yeah. that's it'll make people feel better it's true it's like depression right the reason why like for me all the ex- depression i've experienced in my life it's mm-hmm. like i thought i was the only one yeah and the second someone goes yeah yeah sometimes when i go to school i don't feel like i'm like you know i'm trying to be somebody that i'm not and i'm like you too and yeah. then it gives you that even if it's like a little bit of relief it's just that little weight yeah. off of you yeah so especially, talking especially about this, as a man especially yeah. as a man right so like that's the that's the biggest thing yeah it's I like, said some stuff here that I've never I don't think I've ever said oh no okay yeah. sweet awesome so <laughs> yeah cause I I mean like that's the whole thing even with, even with me like when I'm training somebody right they're I can tell, like, so you can tell in their face or body language, they're getting frustrated because they feel like they should be at a certain place. Mm-hmm. And, and like, I have to, like, I constantly use, like, things for myself where I'm like, I couldn't even do this. Yeah. And, like, when you're now you're, you're doing, you're doing it, you're doing it faster than me. Like, you know, like, those little kind of things and, like, those little things that people may be like, oh, okay, well, then, yeah, then I'm okay then, right? Because people will just, like, especially, like, people... I can tell people are trying to not impress, but like people are trying to show me like I can work out. Yeah, and I'm I'm strong. I'm fast. Living for others. You know, like I'm, yes. I'm fast. I can do this, right? Yes. And then I'm like, bro, we're just gonna take it like easy. Like and like people, people just say, I haven't done this in a long time, and you know, like they're like trying to explain their whole story of like, like I this that and like. Don't worry, man. Like, we're going to take a... This is all for you. Like, we're doing specifically for you. I don't have any expectations. Like, we're going to go at your pace. And, like, that's what it it comes down to. But people have this previous notion of, like, what it is to, like, you know, be, like, be in a training session and, like, what kind of, like, what it takes. It's like, yeah, I want to train with you as soon as I get fit. And I'm like... That's it's not the way it works. That's why we like, train. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, it's like that's, yoga. It's not like, the way it works. I'm not yeah. flexible. It's like, yeah. That's why you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But people don't want to look stupid in front of other people. Totally. And that's what it is. Like they didn't want to look stupid in front of me. And it's like that's why I want to get fit before I see you. It's just like, but like the whole thing is like we want to get your movement patterns down right, and we want to make sure that you're moving correctly before you you injure yourself or like cause any imbalances. One thing I didn't know we I didn't talk about lifting at all in this in this episode. <laughs> Like, it's just a it's like a it's a it's a vehicle <laughs> yeah. to go through all this stuff that we talked about. Yeah, right? no, for sure. Yeah. It's awesome. Sweet so, man. Uh, yeah. I think we can wrap it up there. That's good. Oh man. Is it like what is that like? <laughs> <laughs>